welcome to the all new podcast, results show, I'm Gebo. Mick McGrath. Hello Mick. Gib. Missed last week. My fault. Ooh. Busy man. Say it's my fault, why are you going to blame me for the Monday? No. Obviously Monday was your fault, but me for the rest of the week. Gibber goes out on a Sunday embarrassing himself. And then, I have to pick up the pieces. Embarrass myself? Yeah. How? Uh, I'll probably everyone's seen the video. <laughs> uh, that's not my fault, he goes live. But, so we'll just do the ones that I sent in from last week. The reports. Yeah. So we've only got the one from the West Yeshire. If you want to start, Pilton Royal. Yeah. Ball draw. Not much to report, to be fair. Pilton Royal nil, Grahovic Athletic nil. First half, we felt we dominated the game, but came up against the Doggett side. Happy to defend and give nothing away, and we didn't create enough chances. Ben Hewitt coming closest, getting in behind their back line. But a shot early, missed the target. Second half was more of an, an even contest. Not a great deal of football played on a bobbly pitch as Harrison Park and Liam Kelly did well in goals to deal with a, a lot of set piece problems posted by Groves. So it was a fair result. We have four games now to go and need to try and pick up as many points as possible as far as high a finish as possible. Cheers, lads. They do as well, don't they? Yeah, look at the league, yeah. We'll go through the leagues in a bit. Yeah, so I've got just the one from the Chester League as well. From Kelmer, Crystalton five, Kelmer two. Whoa! I know. Disappointing day for Kelmer as we see our cup campaign crash at the first hurdle. Crystalton took the lead from the penalty spot after a soft handball decision was given by the referee. Kelmer equalised from a wide free kick, which was scrambled in by from Andy Simpson. Homeside took the lead shortly after from poor communication from the back line which allowed the forward to nod in from close range. Christensen scored a third just before half time, a misplaced pass was capitalised on and then the resulting cross was turned in by a Kelmer defender. Second half the ball wouldn't seem to go in, crossbar post and goalkeeper making sure of that. Ten minutes remaining Keith Lewis heads in from a corner with the away side chasing for an equaliser. The ball was cleared off the line which looked like handball to everyone but the referee. Minutes remain in the home side, kill the game by catching Kelmer on the break for a tap-in. Salt was most certainly rubbed into the wounds with a mistake from the goalkeeper and outfield player gifted the Christensen forward a tap-in for the fifth. Dust ourselves down and finish the season strong. And then we've got <coughs> six from the Sunday. Yeah, we've got Teamer here. Starting with Teamer, yeah. Teamer free, Northwell Saints free. For the whole of the 90 minutes, both teams went for it. We started to slow and the first, the first blow came to the Saints in the first five minutes. They found themselves down their left and their ball was put in the far top corner from the edge of the box. After settling down, we got a foothold of the game and across into the box, it was found itself to our top goal scorer, Mike Redgrift, who placed a well-timed left-footed volley into the bottom corner from outside the box. On the 20-minute mark, we found ourselves down to 10 men as Jack Grimes got a very stupid red card. The lads battled to, to the half and it was 1-1. Second half started, the Saints put us under pressure and made it 2-1 after the goal mouth scramble. After digging deep and missing a few chances, we called Saints on a counter-attack and Uzerman Jaolo found himself in the box to slot it past the keeper to all. We pushed on and could have possibly had one or two more goals, but poor finishing let us down. In what should have been the, la- the last attack of the game and the winner, we called Saints on yet another counter-attack with Charlie Roberts making a 3-2 in the 89th minute. Would have been scenes that. 92nd minute, and the whistle in the ref mouth, Saints put across in the box, and one of their players, 
I'll say it's an overhead kick to make it thrill. Really? Yeah. Really good effort from our lads against, after playing 70 minutes with 10 men against a very organised side. Good luck for the rest of the season. Fair play, got one off Glenhaven. Tough game at the bottom of Division 2 against Silver. Genuine game of two halves, comfortable first half and led 1-0 at half time. Couldn't, should have been more. Sloppy second half. They improved and went 2-1 up. Lads woke up last 15 and equalised and then missed an absolute sitter at the end to win it. Results don't help either side, but fair reflection of the game. Goals from Bailey and Connor. Man of the match, Dan Nettleton. You've got a sore goal on there, have you? Yeah, well, a massive one, yeah. I've got the opponent's one. I've been asked to read it out. No. No, I read out. No, go on. Oh, well, no, I'm not changing. <laughs> no way we change. Well, it's... No. I don't normally do Sundays. No. I, I want it, please. <laughs> so okay, I'll leave a sore goal on then. Can I get a tie? Matt's report from Sorgo versus Wellington FC. We got what was given to us today by a well-drilled and organised Willie team. We were 4-0 down before half-time with some dubious decisions from the referee. We came out second half and played much better, only con- to concede at the end to make it 5-0. Not good enough from us today, but beat beaten by a great side who have a good chance of being in the race for the title and promotion. Good luck to the Willie for the rest of the season. We need to to be much better next week as we take on another well-drilled young side in New Ferry Rangers. You know what I do like? The way everyone's jumping on with the Willington FC, they all know. Yeah, it's good. They all know. So I've got the Willie's uh, match report now. The Willie travelled to Sogol to play first league game in seven weeks. Sogol starts well and the game was even first 20 minutes. Then the Willie took control. Harry Eppel opened the scoring with a well-placed header after Ellis Byrne flicked on a Phil Humphreys free kick. Ellis Byrne got the second, thumping home a great Joe Kelly cross. Tom Bradshaw got the third, smashing home from BDK. Capital letters free kick was deflected into his path. Is that the first one on capital letters? Yeah, yeah. Ellis got his second and Willie's fourth before the half, heading home with Tom Bradshaw cross. Sogol kept working hard and playing good stuff, second half. The Willie eventually made it five. The old man, Matty O'Shea, showing his class. The old man. <laughs> with a striker's instinct to finish from close range. Good work from Willow, capital letters, and BDK. He hasn't given us a man of the match. He hasn't? No. Maybe he's getting a bit of stick about giving it to his lad all the time. I'm just giving it to his lad all the time. Or maybe his lad didn't play. Might have, yeah. That's why he hasn't given one out. Hopefully next time. So there's one more out there in New Ferry. A slow start today for the New Ferry lads. A combination of a warm day and a dry bobbly pitch made a scrappy first half. Neither side really getting a grip of the ball. The breakthrough for us came from Adam Larway. A tap-in after forcing a mistake from the goalkeeper and defender. Tom Taft chased everything for 45 minutes and as a result came off a half time to rest his sore knees. A couple of changes including Luke Rowlands and teenager Louis Howard. Sparked us into life second half. Got the ball down and played some great stuff. Henry got the second, another scruffy goal, followed by a great goal from about 20 yards from Rowlands. Not long after he, after he got another, showing determination to never give up and had two or three attempts before burying the shot in the net. Henry struck his second and our fifth from around 20 yards with his left foot. New Ferry Cruiser now playing some lovely stuff. Adam Larway got a second soon after. Who would go on to grab a hat-trick? 
More couple more changes, giving Axel and James Beattie a rest and giving both Ben and Mikey a run out. Both having impacts immediately. A quick break on the counter, a ball over the top for Louis Howard to lob the goalkeeper from well outside the box. That made it 7-0. Then to grab his hat-trick, Adam Larway nodded in to get to get the trick. 8-0 a finished. All we can do now is take each game as it comes and hope others slip up. Three games without conceding now and today without a shot on our goal. Well done boys and good luck to Barco for the remainder of the season. Man of the match, Henry Willett. Near the report to last week. So we start Saturday. Sort of you lot and lads, eh? No, we'll talk about my week first. Oh, your week? My week, yeah. Oh, we're getting our week in. Go on, then. Yeah, yeah. This, this could take 25 minutes in a tow. No, it's not gonna, I'm not going to carp on about it, but we... Uh, What's happened in your week? Well, last Saturday we beat Runcorn 3-1. Yeah. They were fine for us. They were poor. They weren't very good. And um, played well. We even put a full side up. They were at the Chester Senior semi-final on Tuesday night against Runcorn Lynch from the league above. We won on penalties. I know, I missed it. Couldn't get there. It's working. Probably the best we've defended since yeah. I've, I've been at the club. Big shout now. Um, as a team, not, not a back four, as a team. Obviously we matched them, we played the diamond like they did and we basically just matched them all over the pitch. And it worked. It worked. We could have won it in 90. We had a couple of good chances. Hayden's messed up. Sitting on me. It's, it's not a sitter, but I'd expect Hayden. But Keynes should have scored before that in the first half. But you know, we've run it all on a few set pieces where the ball's dropped in the middle of the box and Kieran's got to put penalties. I just back us with him in goal. Kieran? He's just back in, in penalties. And he, and, he, and he scores them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fair play to him. Yeah, all, all the pens are on Vauxhall's Twitter page, like, but all the pens. But yeah, I was proud, I was proud to be fair. Obviously, to get to that, he's done well on the Tuesday night. To be fair, Kieran, considering he was uh, he was with me Sunday. Yeah, well, he's he obviously been on the beer, which isn't good. But we we've done with it's a, it's a good an achievement to get to this final because you, you know you're playing. We got a date yet? No, no. Well, they said they asked. They said 29th of April, but that can't be played because Stockport County got a game the next day. Yeah, so. Stockport County in the final, isn't it? Yeah. You made cello. Yeah, hopefully we can get one over on. But yeah, and then. Saturday, last game of the season. Oh, we were terrible. Got beat sooner by Remy. Two penos? Yeah. Uh, first one was a pen, I don't think the second one was, but Kyle or the referee. Oh, you call him out? Yeah, yeah. Is he that bad? Does shit himself. In what way? Because we were over Liverpool. That, that's yeah. it. That's yeah. It. That, that, that's all I'm going to say. Okay. He was awful. Lids. Well, that didn't mean me and okay. they didn't. They didn't. He didn't. Make us lose, we were just absolutely right. We had nothing in the tank. Tuesday night, talk too much. I was move on, lads. Two all, two all the weekend. The way to Ellesmere, goals. Jay Harvey, Ryan Smith. Never had a report. Why doesn't your mate Sean send us a report? <laughs> he doesn't stay long enough. <laughs> he doesn't, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> if they're playing bad, he fucks yeah, off, don't he? Off, yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't get a report off him for 15 minutes. Uh, no. He should actually give us one to go speak to them for next season. Yeah. So we go where we go, Chester first. Yeah. Big game in the D106.3 League Cup, second round. Unisaw played Hooten. Got a report off the Hoot. Well, just before you start that, it was 1 all. Um, Unisaw won 7 6 on penalties. The scorer for uh, Unisaw was Danny Whitehead. 
Danny Whiter, eh? Fair mm. play, well done, Danny. So the report from Hooten goes, a defeat on penalties for us on Saturday against Unitor. The game was even in the first half of Unitor going into a 1-0 lead. We created three or four chances but couldn't hit the net. Unitor had a couple of chances themselves and scored when Liam headed across against their striker which looped in. A poor goal to concede from our point of view. After the half we came out and put pressure on Unitor, dominating the game, aided by their striker being Simbind and a higher tempo. We moved the ball well and created some decent chances but couldn't score until Willis a shot from the corner of the box. Questionable goalkeeping but a great shot nonetheless. When Unitor's striker came back on, it lifted them and they created a couple of chances, one of which hit the net after some neat play was ruled out for offside. Who do you reckon was the striker who got Simbind? Vinny. I'm going for Vinny. Doesn't say, that's who I'm going for. Forbesy and Clamper came off the bench and changed the game and we got on top again last 20 minutes and nearly scored again through Will who hit a pearler which bounced just wide. We penned Unitor in but couldn't manage to score. The referee's refusal to let the game flow kept restricting us and stopping any momentum. Full time and a draw, a disappointing one from our point of view as while not at our best we could have won the game with better decisions in the final third and better finishing. Although both sides had chances, a draw was probably fair. Onto the penalties, which didn't go our way this time. It was even more disappointing after being ahead going into the fourth penalty to then lose. Cue celebrations from them and the usual Twitter bullshit. A friendly next week as prep for our final at Asheville on Easter Monday versus Hesville Reserves and a chance to make amends. Did you see Twitter? Nah. Oh, there was a lot going on on Twitter. I'm glad I caught it. They were giving it out. They were picking on one individual, Lenny or someone. Don't know how Twitter are. And the light, but it's all part of the fun there, isn't it? The banter. Fun it is. Nice report, that. The Queen's Ferry Sports Premier Division, Wagon Horses, smashed six past Helsby. Goals coming from Billy Fennell, Ellis Moore, Adam Cheers, Chris Varney, and Aidan Field. Double. A Sam Ismay strike after good work from John Lally was enough to see up them defeat Hill Rangers 1 0. Black Horse World 2 0 with Matty Holt and Ian Colligan scorers. Matty Colligan, Chester Nomads. That was against Chester Nomads, that was Nestor Nomads. A recent good form was ended after three of defeating his Runcorn Sports. Runcorn's goals coming from Ryan Smith, double, and the James Bignall goal. Goals from Lee King and Jake Dean was enough to see Blake in youth reserve beat Session Alex 2 0. Into the Championship, Hill Ro- in some high scoring games, Hill Rovers beat Rossmore 5 1. Paul Joyner held himself to a hat trick along with singles from Nathan Moffat, Sam Culverhouse. Wins for the Saxon with goals from Zach Finnegan, Rob Lee, Owen McGellett, and Ryan Hughes ran 4 0 winners against Dudden. While Shashby Youth recent good form under Kevin Kelly and John McGraw, seeing them win 4 1. That was with Kevin Kelly. <coughs> yeah. Paul Kane got a hat trick and Ben Beatty strike into the Vets League. Goals from Chris McGinn and got Robert Courtenay. Got a report. So Maisie Royal win a close game 2 1 against Hyabab Kelmer. One to give them a one point lead over Hooten at the top. Maisie Royal Vets went to Kelmer looking to 
to go back to the top of the table. Royal started well and spent the whole first 45 minutes camped in Kelmer's half. Couldn't should have been four goals up, but woeful finishing and good goalkeeping kept the scores level at half time. Second half was much the same, and Royal eventually went in front. Craig Griffiths whipped in a free kick, and Chris McGrim rose above the keeper to head home. Kelmer came into the game, but never looked like scoring until a defensive howler handed them the equaliser. Royal were not to be denied a deserved victory as Robbo Courtney burst through Kelmer defence and slotted home the winner after a neat through ball from Andy Apo. We needed that to be fair. I wasn't there. Big win that. Was. Gonna go to the the wire this this league, isn't it? Is that <laughs> all? The result? No, that's just in the Vets division one, so we're gonna go to Vets Division two. These must have a good side, these Ashton Vets. So they've run out five on winners again against bottom club Frodgen with Ashton goals coming from Johnny Wayne two. Singles from Steve Whitaker. Matt Kilgannon and Mike Asprey, that King Kilgannon's brother. Yeah. He was decent as well as a good player. Well, they were the ones that didn't want to go up. Poor that. Winsford Diamonds beat Nigel 1 0, thanks to Dave Garstang. And that is us. Quick look at the tables. The Premier, Hooton Top, played 22. 47 points. Higher Beb, second, played 21. 46 points. Unitor third played 17. That's four games in hand on Kelmer and five on Hooton. 45 points. Four on games in hand with only two points a game. Wagon and Horses have played 21 on 44 and Blaken have played 20 on 43. So out of them five, Unitor are going to win it, aren't they? Mm-hmm. But the others. Second, third, fourth, and fifth could be anyone's. At the bottom, Sestri and Alex on 14. Hool Rangers on 16. Both played 20. Neston Reserves on 17. Played 19. Well, how many go down in Cessna? Upton played 2019. Chester Fairs played 21 19. Close at the bottom. Sestri got a little couple of results, and then obviously the championship's done, isn't it? They've already won a Groves. Yeah, it was over Christmas. Yeah. Rossmore down the bottom on one point. Vets League. Royal atop. 16 points. Hooten 15 points. Both played 6. Caper played 7 on 11. So. Aston atop. Played 9. 23 points unbeaten. Ellesmere. Red Lions. Played 9. 19 points. Frodging down the bottom on one point there. Third division, Ellesmere Port Town. Played 9-1-9-27, it's over. Queen's Park Vets in second. Tight at the bottom, Crossway, six points. Fault, six points. Great Sutton, seven points. And then the fourth division, Floats, played 7-1-7-21. Eastern behind them on 18, played the game more. They need to jump up a couple. Float. Go more than one league. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they probably do. You're probably right. Yeah. That's Chester. So West Cheshire. Yeah. I've not la- tasted defeat in a single league encounter since joining the West Cheshire League, following two successive promotions. Bootle Saint Edmund's flag was finally lowered on Wednesday evening. Got a report from them following a four-two reversal at Division One leaders Ashfield. 
Well, before you leave the portal, we were there. Yeah, we were horrendous. I was shocked myself. Um, I know Bootle were missing players, apparently. I haven't seen much of Ashville all season. I think we've been to that one game when they played Heswell. It uh, wasn't great football, was it, at all? I thought it was just so boring. To be, to be fair, what I will say, it'd be, if we wanted to do a match report on it, I think it'd be hard, because we probably spent more time laughing and joking with everybody who were there. That's all we ever do, we have one That's right, Bernie's the best of two. Yeah, it? he takes himself yeah. off on his own. And by the way, if you ever do see Bernie, he doesn't like it when you go and speak to yeah, him. Yeah, <laughs> Report goes, nothing lasts forever. A sober night for the lads on the end of a 4-2 defeat. The reverse scoreline from earlier in the season versus top of the table and smart operators, Asheville. Three debutants in tonight's squad for us, which perhaps is a sign of our current plight. Though all three equipped themselves well, especially man of the match, Brad Sherwood, who impressed when introduced in the second half. One down after 15 minutes through a high-class finish from the rapid Asheville 11, Barnes. Unfortunately turned into 2-0 after goalkeeper for the evening and club legend, Dave Cater pulled both his hamstring and groin, leaving him unable to deal with a floated corner into the box that could only be parried straight in. Half-time, 2-0 Asheville, and not a glove laid on Asheville by us in truth. Second period started with us searching for some foothold in the game. A Tom Hewlett's corner was well met by Dylan Westerside, and it was 2-1, game back on. Despite our best efforts to get going again, Repeated loose play was to be our downfall as misplaced passes let Asheville clean in, who were clinical when it counted. 3 1 Jones, by the way, he scored the second as well, Gary. And soon after, 4 1 from Johnson. We often puffed, but tonight no comeback was ever probable. Though there was time for another of the debut Jay McShane to score with a fine finish into the top corner. Final whistle blew and our three seasons unbeaten in the West Cheshire League was over. A proud record, but a stat at the end of the day. We are down tonight, but we are not out. There are 30 points to fight for and we will never give up. Most importantly for us, it's always only be about us. We'll find our game again. These boys have never let our club down in terms of effort. And it's an easy game when things are going your way. But when it doesn't, it's about how you respond. And we will. Decent report, that. Yeah, that was good. That, to be fair to um, Asheville, they've just got like a... They just don't get beat. They don't win, they draw. They yeah. They don't get beat. So, they've got points on the board. Doesn't mean you're going to win it like, but they've got points on the board. It's better to have the points in it, I think. 100%, yeah. The scenario then worsened on Saturday. Are we going to report on No. Brutal Saints, Edmonds, score through Chris, Chris Lowe, but saw their title chances blighted. Favour and efforts from Josh Lavender, Harvey Till and Paddy Kay. Sealed a 3-1 victory for Marshalls. They're gone. Brutal. Yeah, unfortunately I agree with you. Yeah. They've had a good run. And do you know what? Let's be honest, they probably punched above the weight. First season in the West Cheshire, one. It is hard. It's, um, leaders Asheville. With a goal from Dan Hardman, full visit, two crucial points after they finished one all at McGull, who had Marcus Stewart in reply, and in another stalemate, a goal from Cape and Earth Villas, Jamie Easton, was negated by a response from Newton's Leighton Smith. It's a big two points dropped out by Asheville, by the way. I hadn't seen that coming. No. But McGull going to McGull doesn't matter what team, it's always a tough place, hasn't it? It always has been. No, I used to play for me, Marcus, who scored for McGull. Yeah. Players, you know, 
The goal from Danny Flood wasn't enough as Preston Cable Reserves capitulated 3-1 to be applied from Mosdale Athletic Owen Cassidy 2 and Joe Hornby. And that result consigned Cables to bottom spot. Obviously relegated in on. Yeah. After previous basement off at Elgin Port Town pulled off a fine 3-1 win a fellow strugglers Ainty Villa who had Joel Jackson on the mark. Sam Henry 2 and Mike Flavell nested for the port. Elsewhere, despite efforts from Brandon Dickinson and the Chester Nomads went down 2-1 of Vauxhall Motors. Didn't say the score. Decent. Division 2 paysetters, Marine on the 23s with goals from Dar- Darren Brannigan 2 and Joe Levy edged a 3-2 decisive win at actual reserves. And one win from the final three fixtures will see them crowned as champions. Decent for them, though. Alfred Bromillo and Tyler Sutton bagged for host four hosts for that one. Consolations while second place Liverpool and Remaker Reserve stayed on course for promotion after goals from Barry Jones, Kevin Smith and Lewis Moore 3-0 win away at Mosley Hill Athletic Reserves. In a competitive but entertaining contest at third place Helsby, a brace of penalties for Lee Turkton failed to deny fourth place rivals Malaby who emerged 3-2 victors courtesy of replies from Jack Legend, Danny McLaughlin and an injury time winner from Nathan Cope. Injury time, yeah. Do you want to like Malaby, aren't they? They are, they're flying, they've got a chance. Big knife, plays for the world, big knife. Doubles from Johnny Williams and Alex Greyside were supplemented by a fair effort from Matt Bailey as Rainford United recorded their fifth win of the season after beating Rain Hill 5-4. Chris Sheena and Delevey, Declan Grime and Jay Carson shared the goals for the home side, an effort from Jason Bull and an own goal helped Putin Victoria to a 2 all draw with Cheshire Lions who hit back by Nathan McGill. Well, I've Steve got Gary. a report, Putin Vicks reserves. Who's that? I'm just Putin Vicks. Oh, just Putin Vicks. Mm-hmm. Who against? Cheshire Lions. Oh no. They haven't got one off the first team, but they got one off the reserves. Okay. On target for, for relegation threat McGull in a welcome 3-1 victory at Marshalls where Dan O'Leary, Shandall and Lewis King. Saturday's Division 3 actually saw Putin Royal. Yeah. Balls their chances of going up with a 3 1 win over Neston. Neston? We're, we're at Neston, yes, what's this? I've got Alice Mayport Town Reserves on the report. Maybe it's just a type of another, I don't know. It says Putin Royal 3, Alice Mayport Town 1. An important win for us at this stage of the season as we need need as as we aim for as many points on the board as a possible for our promotion push in short we went 2-0 in short in short i'll still be talking in 10 minutes in short we went 2-0 up and it should be uh, being comfortable for us from there but credit to elmere pause who pegged us back to oh no to two all with 10 minutes to go and we only scored the winner with minutes to spare first half as we failed to take advantage of the majority of possession by converting any of our chances. It was a goal out of nothing late into the half as long ball forward was flicked in from the head of Tommy Carroll from the edge of the box, looping over a stranded goalkeeper. The second goal came in the second half as Alex Lowe latched onto, onto a through ball to finish hard and low at the near post. After some changes by both teams, Ellesmere pulled through caution to the wind and started to gamble more players forward. They were back in the game after a cracking direct free kick from Tom Belton went in off the bar. Then another free kick was pumped into the box and caused some confusion 
in the box after Luke Brady made a good save to keep out the initial effort. It was substitute Ollie Nicholson who reacted quickest to the rebound to score the leveller. It looked like another frustrating afternoon for us with points dropped again, but the lads stuck to the task and it was Ryan Slater who broke in behind the defence and drilled his finish through the goalkeeper to spare our blushes and earn a much needed three points. I don't know what's going on there. Madness, isn't it? Third place challenges, Bill Reserve scored through Jack Hughes and Lewis Leach, but had to settle for a point after the double from Chester Nermans Reserve. Danny Carley inspired the host to share the spoils. Phil Humphreys, Steve McLeod, and Tom McDonald bagged the goal of pieces from Gun Sports Reserves, saved a 3 0 win over West Cave Reserves. But a goal from Hesley Reserve, Dan O'Halloran, failed to prevent his side losing 2 1 to South of Bill Thirds, who sealed the result. I've got no thing for putting Vicks Reserves. No. Well, Putin, Putin, go back up and check because Putin Vicks played next to them. No, I So, they've missed one of them out on it and got them confused, haven't they? The two Putins. So, Putin Vicks Reserves goes. This Saturday was the first meeting of two in ten days against Nestor Nomads. The first half went both ways with the Vicks having chances and Neston having some great chances. Kyle Bennett went one on one with the keeper and spared his chance with the keeper making a great save. They then went the other end and had a great chance only to be, be denied by our keeper pushing it onto the post and then cleared off the line. Second half started and after speaking to the lads to press higher and get it at their back four more, Steve Abbo was brought down in the box with a pen and Kyle Bennett stepped up and put it away. And we didn't get the kiss blown to his missus this week. Uh. <laughs> They're all on him. Neston had a free kick left of our box. What they put into the box and ended up scoring. Probably could have done better from our point of view. But we move on. We made a formation and play a change. And one of them was Lewis Ward. Came on and got a quick double before having to go off injured after winning us the game. Man of the match was Ryan Yowts. Who put in a brilliant display on, the Vicks, on his Vicks debut. But a brilliant game from all 14 involved. Shout out to Jake Smith, who tried to step over today and nearly kicked himself in the head. <laughs> His foot got that high. <laughs> that a lot, yeah? It's us, we're shit, But look at the leagues. Asheville, 21 games played, 54 points. Mersey Royal, 17 games, 45 points. It's 9 points with 4 games in hand, but surely the Royal are getting given the points of that game. Shotty. Yeah. Little mention about that, you can't call a game off in West Cheshire three hours before kick-off and your reserves play. No, don't get it. For me, the reserves step up to the first team and the Rezies don't play. That's the whole point of having a first and a reserve team. So, 100% they should be getting the points there. My goal step into third, played 25, like 41 points. Bootle played 19, 41 points. So, Bootle are 13 points off the top with two games in hand. It's a lot, but as he says, 30 points is a lot to play for. Down the bottom, Prescott played 24, 10 points. Ellesmere Port Town played 20, 11 points. And Ainsley Villa played 22, 15 points. Second division, as you said, Marine what need three points. Played 27, 69 points. Only three games remaining for them. Yeah. Liverland have got two games in hand, but the 14 points behind. And then there's another gap of eight points to Helsby and Malaby behind them. But Malaby have got two games in hand on Liverland. And Helsby got three games in hand on them. That second place is up for grabs. Promotion. Probably got to win out Malaby, haven't they? 
Reynolds Army Reserves at the bottom played 27 8 points only 3 points behind McGull but McGull have got 6 games in hand <laughs> reserves rest of them not really bothered and the third division's titles won isn't it yeah it's done that Sutton clear and won Poulton Royal got 3 games remaining they played 25 they're on 49 Bootle Reserve's got two games in hand on them and they're just two points behind. Gonna be close that. Gonna be close. West Kirby Reserves are gonna finish bottom by the looks of it. Four points from 21 games. They have got three games in hand on Ellesmere and Port Town Reserves, but they're 10 points behind. And that's West Cheshire. So we go to Sunday. Start straight away the press report. With the big results of the day, I think. Mind you, no. I'm, I, I've, I've jumped my gun there. There's a few big results Sunday in all leagues, wasn't there? Yeah, I think there was. Yeah. Obviously. So, it goes a Jack, Mag- Jack McGrotty double for Beachwood FC, firmed up a, a place in the semi final of the to- Tony Ullahan Memorial Challenge Cup after sinking Dock 2 1. They will meet Woodchurch Hotel next Sunday, who dispose of MSC Eastham, who had Aaron Brabender and Jordan Coates on the scoreline, 6-2. Jordan Deal led the way after bagging four on the inside pod, with further efforts from Jake Prescott and Josh Duress. Right, go to the dock, what beach will I didn't go? Why didn't you go? Because my son's a dog shite. <laughs> what time did you get in? It was, it was very, very... He's, he's young, isn't 17... 18 to the door. Yeah, 18 <laughs> to the door, yeah. Goes out, doesn't come in till, I don't know, silly o'clock. He's enjoying life at the moment, isn't he? Get up. But, yeah, disappointing him, to be honest. He got told if he weren't troops. But, yes. I'll be honest, i never seen this coming. I didn't. And that's, Especially I, after the way you spoke about the last couple of games. It's been people. horrendous. It's been horrendous. You know, and... He's... He's missed a couple of players as well, big players. Well, I'm between there, but Leo was weighing well. Yeah, it's a new left back. So, to be fair, obviously they've done well. Surprised at the doctor. But you know, I've heard a lot of after the game disappointed in that. That's all I'll say because I don't know what truth's in it yet. Yeah, it doesn't matter all yet, does it? I'm the Woody flying again. Flying. That's it. Do you know what? Good semi-final, that. Yeah. To meet Corsair in the final. I know everyone will say it's... I'm a Doc hater, it's a yeah. mm. But it's good that... Some... There's, there's... You know, because... They had the potential to clean up. Yeah, they did, actually. And it, 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 it is nice to have a final not involving them. Be nice if you won't fuck all, like, but... That's your opinion. Yeah. Rock very social, like Carl Robbo with a brace. It's Callan, think so, yeah. Yeah. And singles from Josh Griff, Adam Sabu-Smith, C-Mac, Kyle Jones and Tom Morgan, who march on for that first ever Premier Division. Does he need to say that? Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Doesn't know, <laughs> people don't know that. Premier Division title with a 7-0 win over FC Bidston. I'm saying it now, it's over. It's over? Yeah. You're upset, like, oh. Just give Rock Ferry the title now, it's over. To be fair, if you listen to Tony Davis, it's what he tells you. I, I generally, I don't, I can't see it, anyone catching up. I'll 
just have a little chat when we talk about when we get the leagues up. Yeah, cool. Corsair FC cemented their place in the Premier Division for next season after Lewis Clark bagged a pair at Lanceland and Avon. Danny Stevens replying for Lanceland in a 2 1 Corsair win. Flying Corsair. Doing other great season to be fair. Memorial Cup finals brilliant as well. Rivica's impressive debut season continued after easing to a 3 0 win over Queen's Park. No goals scored us. Jane got two and Joe Foster. I'm saying you were already played knowledgeable players, that's why they haven't sent them in. I wasn't there, didn't go. So. All I'm going to say is, right, Ross gave it to me in the proposal of the nasty because I've said to last week that they've gone. Yeah. So he gave me a little bit of fair play. But what's happened to the Queen's meet? You can't even, you can't stretch over it. You just haven't won a game for ages. Darn. He's. What I will say in the defence. Danny and Oates have come in mid-season, so it's tough to come in mid-season. Depleted squad. We lost more players when the other man when the other management went. So they've went and got a squad of players, and I think they're good players, but they're very, very young. Very, very, and there isn't any experience in with them. Obviously, we brought one in the other day. Guards come in now. If you had him with maybe a Griffo three or four years ago, you know, and somewhat a bit, but there's no experience in there. That's, oh, as I said, I didn't see the game. I know people were disappointed in it. But we move on. So there's a big six pointer happening this week. But we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that when we do the leagues. Peg Glover 2. Liam Abbotton and Farris Baker found themselves on the score sheet to enhance their chances to a return to the Premier Division for Bushels Grange Athletic with a comfortable 4-0 result at Neston United. Upton Town who had Scott Billington and Brendan Doherty on the score sheet won by the odd goal and three at AFC Shafts. Ryan Griffiths replied, gone the Shafts hasn't he? Mm-hmm. As did Wirral Radio FC who had Adam Buckley and Adam Chualco on the mark at Woodchurch Rovers who replied via Jamie Farrell. Pulton Victoria had Adam Eaton on the score sheet but traded goals and points with Lions FC. Paul Ryan replying. Here's where it starts getting tasty isn't it? And just to add one, two, three, four, five out of the six reports are from this league. It is getting interesting at the top of Division 2. JPL Jets inflicted a second league defeat on KRCTFC thanks to Cy Sullivan and Sam Jones with a scoreline of 2 1. I have a report of FC. Yeah. Game today against JPL Jets was a game of two hours really and we didn't show up in the first half at all going into the break 1 0 down to a stunning 40 yard finish. Few chances made, few changes made at half time and we were the better team. Grabbing an equaliser through Dava Boat 1 1. We pushed on and had more chances to, to take the lead, but we were just not able to take them chances and got stung when JPL scored with, a, with the last kick of the game to take all three points. No excuse, we have got to be better and look forward to putting that right. Massive game coming up now, we go again. Have the wheels fall off. You speak about everybody has a period, don't they? Don't care what level, you have a period. And when it comes like Bootle in the West Cheshire day, it's coming at a bad time. 
but I've got a massive game Tuesday. It's now Monday afternoon. I'll hope this is out Monday night. But I think it's up. I think it, no, I don't, it's not out West Kirby, is it? it? Might be at the Willie's ground. Yeah, was it? But they play the Willie. Um, if, if you're listening, put on both teams, confirm where it is. I'm sure Kaga mentioned something about there's a final up at West Kirby, so they've had to switch it, but it's still KRCT's home game. But it's a higher level. Find Dufton Kelly, will come to my zone, I'll play for them. What do you want them to do? Come to my zone. Do you? Yeah, I don't care about Sunday football. That's a bad, that's dreadful. Lad. So, should I take money out of wages? That's entirely up to you, isn't no. it? Entirely up to you. I don't imagine he can go. <laughs> <laughs> New Ferry Rangers, Adam Larway of two, could not take full advantage to increase their lead in pole position as they dropped two points at Sorgo. Ben Noble and Darren Chanley replying. I have a report again. New Ferry 2, Shawball 2, with so many missing through injury and Covid. New Ferry down to the bare bones, but started well with Adam Larway. With two close efforts and a penalty shot waved away. But full credit to Solo with only 11 men. From the corner they scored half time 1 0. Second half, New Ferry come out the blocks and had a brilliant strike from Adam Larway, makes it 1 1. Then from a Louis Howard corner, a ball's header from Larway makes it 2 1 to the Ferry, but straight from KO Solo made it 2 all. Ferry had a few good chances and a stonewall penalty waved away, but it ended 2 all. Not the result we wanted, two points dropped, but fair play to Solo defended well. And and we couldn't find a winner. However, a discrepancy in the pre-match rules has been questioned and we await a league inquiry as the validity of the result we must wait and see. I've got the other report here. We knew this week would be a much harder task on our hands as we face a young New Ferry Rangers team who sit top of the league. We started the game well and frustrated New Ferry from the start and we got the lead we deserved right before half time. Dangerous corner from Tom Ashcroft was whipped in and headed home from Ben Noble. Oh no, a header, sorry, from Ben Noble was saved, but fell nicely into his feet to tap in to make it 1 0 at half time. Came out second, knowing New Ferry were going to come at us, and got, they got their equaliser with a well taken strike from outside the box. And the second came not long after, so we were asleep on the corner. That went all the way through to a new Ferry player to head home, make it 2-1. Straight from the kickoff, a lovely floater ball in from Owen Kelsey, found Danny Chamley on the right. And as a cool and calm as you like, turned the new Ferry centre-back and slotted home to make it 2-all. Both teams battled well, pushing for a winner. New Ferry threw everything at us and we dug deep and stood firm in defence. We could have caused a major upset at the end as Andy Noonan found Joe Unsworth on the penalty spot fired just wide of the post full time to all a much better performance all round from us today well done to New Ferry and good luck fighting for the league and promotion places man of the match every one of them today all four for each other we rest up now and go again Tuesday night versus Glenhaven just a discrepancy what is it? Sorgold refused to give a team sheet in to New Ferry or the referee before the game now, I'm very, very interested to read the outcome of this. Obviously, we all know what happened with the Queens and Bushels. If we go back to that, yeah. discrepancy on the team sheets. We were told, we were told, I've kept this, but we were told that if Bushels would have 
put a formal complaint in with the appeal fee and the accompanying letter would have been thrown out the cup. The only reason we stayed in it because they didn't do that. So it'll be, be interesting to see because there's a lot of things about team sheets and what the rules state about them and how important they are. They are important, aren't they? Everyone needs to know who's playing. That's familiar, right? Yeah. That's what a team sheet's for. Willington FC did take advantage, recording a 3 1 success over Barcode FC. I have the report. For the Willie, the Willie entertained Barco looking to keep up, to, up with the leading pack in the league. The Willie dominated from the off, but let chance after chance go begging. Barco worked hard and frustrated us at times. Looked like one of those days when we wouldn't score until that man, Willow, in capital letters, all in capital letters. What the hell, that man, Willow, yeah. all capital. Took it upon himself to beat three players and smash home. I love him. I love him. <laughs> 1-0 at half time. <laughs> Second half was a carbon copy of first. More chances. More chances when begging until little Phil Humphreys in capital letters. What is Philly? Yeah. Philly Humphreys got capitals. He must be in the. He oh, must he, must, be, he must be getting some shit in the group now, Kaga. Smashed home a free kick from 25 yards. Joe Kelly, capital letters. Joe Kelly got capital. Rounded off the scoring with a small finish after a cross from Lewis Goulson. Credit to Barco, who never gave up. Man of the match, you know who? Willow. <laughs> Willow? Not there, Liam? No. Oh, I can't believe he says he loves Willow. <laughs> there was goals galore between Vicky Colt and Silver Athletic. <laughs> oh, where am I? With a very narrow win, Colts winning 6 5 scorers for Vicky Colt with Ryan Coles with a brace and a single from Gaz Dickles, Dickinson and a fine hat trick from Billy Harrison. Finding net for silver with Martin Wally, Samuel Davis, Luke Roberts, Jordan Edge and Tyler Edwards. Eagle and Stirrup, who had Carl Griffiths, Jason Farrell and Jack Nelson claimed valuable points with a 3-1 victory over Glenavon. I've the Glenavon report. Played well and deservedly took the lead. A really sloppy equaliser let Eagle and Stirrup back into the game. Didn't offer much second half but gifted them both their goals with a poor defending. A few need to have a good hard look at themselves. We go again. Tuesday, Nathan was the goal scorer and the MOM was Mikey. Yeah, Nathan Patrick it is. AFC Rangers, who had David Duffield and Chris Caress dented AFC teamers chances of promotion. We have the honours being shared in a two-all draw. We have a um, teamer again, yeah, the good Eric. We started off brightly and got the ball down and played some really good stuff early in the first half, using the wings to get past the Rangers breaks the rain the Rangers back line. Around the 20 minute mark, Mark Mike Redgrift got onto the through ball and after the keeper made a save on his first shot, he, he scored with the rebound. Ten minutes later, we were down the right hand side and the scrap, after the scrappy bit of play broke free and played a brilliant ball across Rangers six yard box where Mike got his second of the game putting it through the keeper's legs. Second two and a half time and quite comfortable. Rangers started the second half much better and then what we did. Rangers had a free kick that wasn't defended well at all and got past the whole of the back line and it was put in the net at the back post at 2-1. Ten minutes later Rangers got it back to 2 all with the same free kick that done us for the first goal. The second goal woke the lads up and we had four very good chances inside the box 
where we had two players burning down on the keeper and instead of tapping it in or having a shot, the lads decided that on four several occasions they would pass the ball to the player who was next to them. I don't the want ref, to <laughs> The ref blew from offside, ended up two points dropped instead of one point gained. Second week in a row, we haven't been able to kill the game off. Good report though again. The points were also shared in a stalemate between Oval Parks FC and Northwell Saints. Oval FC kept the pressure on leaders in Division 3 and have an outside chance of promotion, registering a 3-1 result over Wirral Athletic. And West KB United, who had Robert Norm, Eddie Dancy with two, Ben Banks accounted for Parkgate Saint-Germain, 4-1, Rory Spears getting the PSG. And that's it. Look at the leagues. Yeah. Just getting them up now because they're not really updated as much on the app. Do it through the email. So the Premier Division, Rock Ferry Social, played 13, 34 points. Woodchurch played 12, 26 points. Eight point difference, one game in hand. Float played 12-22, Corsair played 13-22, Riverkett played 11-21, Beechwood played 14, 18 points. So, what we were saying before, Rock Ferry have got to play the Woody twice, haven't they? They've also got to play the Dock twice. Now, as you noticed there, one, two, three, four, five, six teams. The top six teams are named. So down the bottom, you've got Glenhaven, played 14, six points. Bidston, played 14, seven points. Neston, played 15, 14 points. Queens, played 14, 15 points. Dock, played 10, 17 points. Big six points of Queens, Dock, this week. Down the bottom. It looks like you've done it. <laughs> but, all jokes aside, Doc have got three games in hand on Rock Ferry. If they won them all, they'd be level with the Woody. They'd still be eight points behind them. Even if they beat Rock Ferry twice, they're still two points behind them. But they're going to have a big saying, aren't they? I think, I think Rock Ferry have won it. Really. You know what? I didn't know it was that much. I'm putting it out there if you throw it away this time. Just give up. This is. I, I thought he threw it away last year. Yeah. I think pressure just got to them. Should be more experience for that this year, though. I, I just can't see them throwing this away now. The two against the Woody are the big ones because Woody beat them in a couple of cups, haven't they? But what, what you've got to think about them is if the Doc always play well after Christmas. I know they'll be by Beachwood yesterday, but. They've been getting results before that. If they can go on a run and the Woody and Rock Ferry draw games against each other. Before you know it, the dock will be like... In the mix. Right, near going to the Rock Ferry games. And, you know, it's not count. Float have been doing great. I know it's 12 points, game in hand. But who's going to play the Float, by the way? I don't know, they're all at home. They played like, most of the games away. away. Rycroft. <laughs> Rock hard, Rycroft. Yeah. Oh, there'll be some battles on that. Maybe. Yeah. But no, that's... Second division of Luke's, 36 points from 13 games. Bushels, 14 games, 28 points, 8 points behind. Bromborough Rake, 10 games played, 19 points. 
With Bromborough got four games in hand on Bushels, nine points. But do you know what? When you've got to play that many games, that that's what can mess anything up. Lions down the bottom on four points, thirteen games. Both of them's thirteen points. Putin Vicks. And then this is the one, Division Two. New Ferry at top, 15 games played, 38 points. KRC TFC, 14 games, 36 points. Game in hand, 2 points. JPL Jets, 14 games, 33 points. Willington FC, 11 games, 29 points. So we've got 4 games in hand on New Ferry at the top and the 9 points behind. But them four have all got to play each other multiple times. It's going to be good, isn't it? And the Prenton are behind there and neck, but they've picked up the Prenton. They can beat any of them if they've still got to play them. I know Kayara CT have played Prenton twice. Down the bottom, Glenhaven, six points off 15 games. Barco, nine points off 17 games. Silver, 10 points, 17 games. So, I feel for Phil. He's put a lot in, hasn't he? He needs his lads now to turn up, step up. And give them a chance not to finish down the bottom there. I think the only chance he's going to have is it midweek might be different. Well, yeah, they've got two games in hand on the two teams above them. And it's three points and four points. So they've got a chance. Sometimes you can get a better team on a midweek. Yeah, you can. Out, are they? And other teams won't either. And then the third, FC Park North, 42 points off 15 games. Whitby behind them, game in hand, six points behind. Could be close out of them two teamer. Teamer at 15 points off the top, nine points off Whitby. And Whitby have got a game in hand on them, so. But three do go up. Over could push late. Ray Bain look like they're going to finish bottom. Now, have you got anything rumour wise? No. I got sent a couple last week. So I now have to find them. But what I am going to go to first is MSC Easton have you seen it? the group chat now I know it's naughty but it's happened the group chat has been shared oh no it's a no no so this gets put in the group chat in capitals and bold breaking news there goes the long awaited confirmation of who we have in the next round of the David Tracy Cup Quarter or semi, they don't know. I have the absolute privilege of letting you all know. Bromborough Rape versus MSC Easter will be happening next month. And then there's some emojis. We train and play hard now in the build-up to this. We will not be beat by those scum up the road. <laughs> Happy Friday, lads. This is West Ham Millwall. <laughs> I got said that three times, by the way, by three different people. Cluster. You know, um, whoever shared it, even though it's a no-no, I'm so glad you did. I'm so glad you did. <laughs> Cluster. I've got one. Want to stay anonymous? Rock Ferry and New Ferry joining forces next season. Degsy and Kudji doing it together. That's from somebody from the ferry as well. It's not. I I can't see that happening. Neither team needs a duty. No, it's just a crazy one. I don't know why Kudji's gonna 
Depends how it's on the shoe, really, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? You might want to. But I can't see that on a lot of it. No. Poor Brumagator. Yeah, you're going poor, are you? Yeah, poor brother. Now, I know he had one more, but I cannot find it. So if I've missed you out, someone, I apologise. And please send it through again. But that's us, yeah? Some big games. Look on the fixtures. It's Monday night now, as I say, hopefully it'll be out Monday, but big games Tuesday. JPL Jets playing New Ferry, I think. They're all, there's all big games, even in the West Cheshire as well. KRCT play. The Willie. The Willie. Now, is the West Cheshire Tuesday night games? When, well, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Don't Monday, Monday and Wednesday. Monday and Wednesday, there's. Major Oil playing Monday and Wednesday, aren't they? Well, in a way, the Royal got away with it a bit by that game, because they were meant. Just to let you all know now that Major Oil home games are Vauxhalls. Everyone? Everyone. Okay, because I'm sure I've seen somewhere that they were playing one at Westgate. No, they? Well, they might be there, but I... it's hard, obviously it's harder to get the Basco Vauxhall's midweek, isn't it? On the grass tonight. Are they on the grass? No. Oh, well, I might, might have seen that wrong. 7 o'clock kickoff tomorrow, is it? Uh, I don't know. Oh, no, tonight, sorry. Oh, tonight's half seven. Oh, well, this won't be out by then. No, it's half seven. Yeah, but get on the fixtures if you've got nothing to do. So I'll be, I'll be out every night this week. I'm a bit gutted. I've got a family do tomorrow. Wanted to go and see. KRCT against the Willie. It'll be a good game, won't it? Yeah. But that's us, yeah. Get your reporter nice and early. 